0: can Satan actually put thoughts in your head? This is a very common question. Um, It surprises me that it's a common question in our culture because it's mentioned multiple times, but I chose some verses. I chose some quotes that would help us. So this is from August 1984. I tried, when I get quotes for this class, I'm trying to get quotes from uh, lots of years, I want you to see that this is not a new idea. Thoughts originate from three sources. So when you have a thought, three sources. We have um, from in, within us, we have from the Holy Ghost, and we have from the evil sources around us provided by Satan, and the hosts as they whisper in our ears. We all know with the Holy Ghost, he doesn't often whisper with words, but we use the term whispereth to describe the Holy Ghost talking. When I was looking up scriptures for today's lesson, I found dozens that described when the Holy Ghost talks to us, it's a whisper. Same is being used for Satanic. And behold, others he flattereth away, telleth them there's no hell. So he telleth them, there's no hell, I'm no devil. There's no devil involved in your marital conversations. There's no devil involved in the feelings you're having while you're listening to your wife talk. Thus he whispered them in their ears until he grasped them in his awful chains from whence there is no deliverance. There's not a person alive. So this is designed to help you feel no guilt or shame. Just the awareness. There's not a person alive has not at some point in life had an inappropriate thought enter into his mind. Primarily because Satan has the power to help put it there. And then he goes on to talk about how to get it out. So this, the, the phrases I've seen, just like this one. Is just like the hand grenade at your feet. Now the question is whether or not we allow it to stay there, to linger, to perform its evil deed, to blow our legs off. I guard, so from 2020, guard against the satanic whisperings that if you're a better person, you would avoid tri- such trials. Okay, I, I highlighted this one. I wanted to, oh no, 2010, President Monson. We're bombarded by messages of the adversary. Listen to some of them. They are no doubtful familiar to you. Just this once won't matter. Don't worry; no one will know. You can stop smoking, drinking, taking drugs, anything you want. Viewing pornography. Everybody's doing it, so it can't be that bad. The lies are endless. Now, one of the things I want you to notice when you do self exploration on this is the previous assumption was that you can't have any thought in your head unless a person or some media or somebody else puts it there first. I beg of you, let's take, for instance, my daughter. I am convinced that no one has ever said to her, it's too bad you're so ugly. I'm pretty sure no one in elementary school, no one in junior high, no one in high school has ever used the phrase, it's too bad you're so ugly. I personally have never had someone say to me, when you stand up in front of a large group of people, you're probably going to embarrass yourself. I've never had anyone ever say that to me. If no one ever said it to me, how can that thought possibly be in my head? Unless it comes from another source. Is it possible the Holy Ghost said that to me? Maybe the Holy Ghost said to my daughter, it's too bad you're so ugly. Pretty sure that's not something the Holy Ghost would say. I'm using this as proof that you can hear thoughts that did not come from you and did not come from the Holy Ghost then where else could it come from? It did not come from the media. It did not come from your neighbor. This is vital. I had one person close to me say, that's all well and good, but what difference does it make? If you think you're doing something to yourself, your ability to fight it is going to be compromised. Because using a visual representation, if someone tells you this spot right here, right behind your skull is that subconscious spot that manufactures these evil thoughts about yourself. It's just right under there. So if we just cut a little hole in it and stab it, then we can stop those negative thoughts from coming. That's a visual representation of injuring yourself in an attempt to get rid of some negative thoughts. If they were coming from the outside the whole time, we can actually turn our attention to where they're actually coming from. Maurice, is there a quick way that you could share with us all a quick way to detect whether a thought is coming from Satan or from the spirit? It seems like you've read my outline because that's the very next section. (laughs) I I did. (laughs) But I'm curious. Okay. How do you know if a thought is from yourself or Satan? At first, when I read this, I thought it was over-simplistic, but over the last 20 years of working to apply it, it's actually is this simple. All things which are good cometh of God. That which is evil cometh of the devil. We could stop right there, the end, but let's elaborate. For the devil is an enemy unto God and fighteth against him continually and inviteth and enticeth to do sin. So any thought I have that invites me to sin, to do something against my values. If you need to elaborate on the wording of the word sin, any invites me to do something contrary to my values invites me to feel something contrary to my values entices me and to do that which is evil continually i've had people say uh one guy two weeks ago said it can't be satan because it happens so often wow but behold he's like multiple times per day Maurice, i don't think you understand satan wouldn't spend that much time on one person You're definitely an enemy of Satan if you're getting hit that often. Now, here's the discerning piece. But behold, that which is good, that which is of God, inviteth and tiseth to do good. Wherefore, everything which inviteth and tiseth to do good and to love God and to serve Him is inspired of God. There's your main discernment tool. Wherefore, take heed, my beloved brethren. That you do not judge that which is evil to be of God or that which is good to be and of God to be of the devil. Here's some more. 2013, Sister Reeves, she's referring mostly to the women, but this happens to men too. We have a tendency to be very critical of ourselves or we think that the criticalness is coming from ourselves. During these times, we need to seek the Spirit and ask, is this what the Lord wants me to think about myself or is Satan trying to beat me down? Remember the nature of our Heavenly Father, whose love is perfect and infinite. He wants us to build us up, not tear us down. So any thought that you experience that has the element of beating you down or being critical in an unconstructive manner is of Satan, not from you and not from God. Another one, 2021 conference talk just four or five months ago. Satan tempts us to relax our spiritual vigilance. So, if you have any thought that in, that suggests relaxing your spiritual vigilance, that is from Satan, not from yourself. I just don't feel like reading my scriptures. That's on me. No, that's not on you. If you don't feel like reading your scriptures, okay? I'm just not in the mood to do my D pars on a regular basis. Um, that is not you. I'm just I'm just a lazy person. No, you're not. I'm just so easily distracted. I just don't can't stay focused. If you don't find how the devil is involved in that process, you will be stabbing that ice pick into your own brain instead of hunting down his techniques. Omni confirms the concept. There is nothing that which is good, save it comes from the Lord. And that which is evil comes from the devil. And just for fun, I found a Christian, not LDS philosopher who talks through the same concept. Now, just so you know teaching this principle is like saying uh, in order to be a good quarterback in the NFL, all you have to do is get the little ball from the guy in front of you, take a few steps back, throw the ball down the field to a guy who's trying to catch it. He makes a touchdown and then you're good. Okay, See, it's easy. All you got to do is get the little ball and throw it down the field and make touchdowns and you're going to be just fine. How do these people get to the point where they can do this with Ferociously dedicated intelligent opponents trying to ruin their day and they can still be successful. So if you come to a training session like this and you're hoping for an academic experience only. And you weren't planning to do any psychological workouts and this will be an interesting class, but it will not make any changes for your brain. You need to plan on doing workouts every day if you actually want the information to do something to your head. If you haven't set aside time for that, I tried not to embarrass this bishop I talked to earlier today. I used a positive assumption technique. I said, you're probably already spending 30 minutes a day praying, doing some kind of journal writing and reading your scriptures, right? And this poor bishop used one of the manly phrases. I could probably work to improve that which means he might be getting it right one day a week in translation. So you are so you guys know, when you work with a therapist and you say things like, I'm working on it, or I feel like I'm getting better in that area, we already know what that means. Working on it means you didn't actually do anything all week. Okay, we already know. Okay, so let's save time and not use sneaky little phrases that work on everybody else. All right just show me your calendar, show me your d so we don't have to discuss details.